it's not the morning. I know. It's, it's like, the, like the opposite of the morning. I know. It's <laughs> hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Why are you here? It's, it's 4 p.m. It's actually almost 5 p.m. here in New York City. I'm Kata. I'm Andrew. Welcome to Under Further Review. We are very cold, and it is it is wet, and it is snowing, but we are still your same lushes. And you want to know why? It's because we're presented by Last Word on Sports, and you can follow us on all of our... So, no, that's not why. We're just... We're very cold, guys. <laughs> we're very cold. It is it is winter. Winter is upon us. It, today was the first big snow. Where there did, was a little yesterday, but... Where did the month go, firstly? It's already December. I... I I can't even it's beyond me. I'm I'm ending my semester. My last week of classes is this coming week. Mm-hmm. And I'm like shooketh. Like it's I, so wild. It's so wild. Yeah. Like when I I I don't know what's going on. I'm it, very confused. This is the fourteenth episode of this second season and it like we're halfway done. I know. It's wild. I, I don't want to talk about that though, because that makes me sad. Uh anyways, <laughs> uh hello everybody. Yeah. Uh and Kata. Hi. How's your Thanksgiving? Oh, it was lovely. We went to Connecticut. Um, a little bit of a train mix up, actually. I So my sister came with us and um, my sister lives up in Washington Heights and took the train from 125th and I was coming from Grand Central. She got on the wrong train, ended up in like the middle of nowhere. It was this whole big thing. But once we all got to... I love your sister, but that, that checks. Yeah, it does. Well, she's... I mean, she's new to New York still, sure. so... Um, but we, once we all got to Connecticut, it was, it was really just lovely. The whole family, there were a lot of, you know what the, it's so funny. Cause you know me, I'm not really like a kid's person. I don't really like children. Right. And, um, but the, ho- there's something about the holidays and having children around. And, um, there was a point, one of, uh, my sister-in-law's nieces, like she brought out her violin and was like playing her violin for us. Oh, and, that's nice. And, you know, our nephew was was leading everybody in song. And it was just, it was really sweet. It was really nice. How was yours? It was good. My uh, my dad and my little brother came down. Good. Uh, I got a haircut on Wednesday, so I felt all fresh for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you look nice and fresh. Thank P-H-R-E-S-H. you. Um, uh, it is It is quite cold, as we already have mentioned. And it, I, uh, if you know hairdressing terms, I use a half on the sides of my head. Uh, it was uh, much, much colder than I had anticipated <laughs> it being, um, and so I, I, I blame my haircut for getting uh, getting me this cold that I have now. But uh, it was uh, it was a good Thanksgiving. It was solid. We uh, on Thursday we went out to dinner in Tribeca. It was nice. My one complaint is that like it was um, a very busy restaurant that had a lot of quick turnover. Oh, we ate a three course Thanksgiving meal in about an hour. Wow. Oh yeah. So like when pie came out, I was like, oh boy, yeah, I'm full. Yeah. Um, but everything was so good. It was so delicious. The place ran like clockwork. Uh, this was um, Bubby's in Tribeca. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's near, I don't know, it's near like the piers where the mini golf and the, um, like the skate park are. I don't know. It's kind of near the World Trade Center. Oh, like like Pier 17? Pier 17. I sure. I think no, that's it. No, uh, that's pr- actually probably like Pier 10 or 12 i don't know i don't know whatever it's down in that area great um it was awesome we went back to my dad's hotel and just hung out and we watched football it was great um and then after that i went back up to inwood where i live and my friend gabby and i watched uh noel on disney plus which one is this one which is the anna kendrick and bill Hader christmas movie thank you yes i i saw a, a little pop-up for it on my disney plus but i yeah. i have not looked into it 
and we uh, and we decorated for Christmas, which was great. Was it good? Um, it okay. So it's basically you've seen Elf, right? Yes. Okay, so it's basically Elf with Anna Kendrick, and and it's in Arizona. Basically, the whole premise is that Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader are Santa's kids, and then when when Santa dies, it gets passed on to the next like male. Kringle. Wait, Santa dies? Air quotes. Yeah, because Santa gets past it. Like, yeah. Guys, generations what? of Santa. What? Yeah. Santa, Santa can't die. I mean, that's why he lives forever in our hearts, because he keeps being passed on. Anyways, I, wow. So this what just happens ruined is, my entire childhood. What happens is Bill Hader is a terrible Santa, right? Like he doesn't study up on the Santa manual or any any of that bullshit. So Anna Kendrick is like, man, you seem stressed. You should go on a vacation. And so Bill Hader like leaves. He like pieces out from the North Pole and goes to Arizona. And it's basically all about um, Anna Kendrick's character, whose name is Noel, going to find her brother and also like discovering the world along the way. Okay. That's where like the elf aspect of it comes in. She's I like, see. She's like, what is sunblock? Have you seen Santa? And everyone's like, uh no what huh that and she's like adorable. and she's like yeah it was really stupid and also i cried oh that sounds adorable i actually wow that's really like warm it's good you should yeah yeah you should watch it what happens is that they are in their in the dialogue of the film they they end up quoting um christmas songs okay sometimes so like okay. there's like there's like an elf council right and so when there's like a commotion or whatever, the head elf is like, God rest ye merry gentlemen. And I'm just like rolling my eyes. Right. It's so stupid. Right. But it's fun. I mean, that's the fun thing. Like, I, I have a hard time with a lot of, of Christmas movies. I really like Elf because it's stupid, but it, it is so much heart. Um, and of course, you know, you've got your your classics, your um, claymations and whatever. But, um, but it's hard to find like really good contemporary Christmas movies. And so... We just kind of like gave up on that this year and we're just watching like still whatever is in our Netflix queue. We watched the worst movie I've ever seen this weekend. Tell me about it. Oh God. I feel really bad at hating this movie. It's the remake of About Last Night. Okay. I've never seen it. So, so. the original starred Rob Lowe and I want to say to me more. Okay. And um, it's like very like 80s Rob Lowe like hot shot kind of thing. And they remade it with a few actors I don't know and Kevin Hart. And Kevin Hart, okay. <laughs> and it's it is basically like it is almost like dialogue for dialogue, shot for shot, like the same thing, but like modernized and set in LA instead of Chicago, and like it's very not me- like it's one of those things where it's like okay this might have worked in the 80s it doesn't really work now gotcha yeah they tried yeah it didn't really work it was one of those movies where like 20 minutes and i was like michael we must turn this off and he's like no we're going to keep watching and we kept watching and eventually i convinced him like yeah this is a really terrible movie oh jeez. but um but yeah it's it's snuggle weather guys everyone's it's just it's snuggle weather um, we are feeling that snuggle weather hard today. We've got a fireplace projected on on the TV over here. Um, Just like in the mood. Yeah, it's it's very in the mood. Um, Mike Rose has posted a petition. Uh, make the Eagles walk home from Miami. Why would you want to leave Miami? It's warm. And then if you, if you have to walk home from Miami, you have to go back to your miserable life in Philadelphia. Well, yeah, I guess it gives them more time to think about what they did. God, that division is so bad. The NFC East is so bad. It's That's atrocious. another thing we it, did this weekend. We watched a lot of football. It's so bad 
the Washington Redskins can still win the division. Right? What is going on, the you same, guys? The same Redskins team who are in, like, tank ball with the Dolphins in week six can still win the division. If they win out and the Cowboys lose out and the Eagles lose out, except for their win over the Cowboys in week 16, the Redskins win the division at seven and nine. The NFC East is trash. Honestly, this this weekend was the weekend of snuggles and and football memes. There were a lot of really good football memes. There were some good football. Oh memes. my god, what was what was my favorite one? Um, I tweeted this. If any of you guys follow me on Twitter, uh, I I had texted this to my mom. So my mom is a big Michigan Wolverines fan because she went to Michigan, and there is a meme that it's a uh, notable Owens. So it's a picture of Terrell Owens, Owen Wilson. Jesse Owens, and then there's a picture of Jim Harbaugh, and it says Owen Five. <laughs> Owen O W E N. Oh, I know Five. Uh huh. And uh, use this many a time when the Giants are Owen, however many losses they have. She texted me back and responded, "Remind me again how much grad school tuition we Owen." <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh crap!" Um, no, there was there was a lot of really and and Alabama loss. It was a wild weekend of football. It was, wasn't it, it? It really, really was. That Iron Bowl was crazy pants. And it's gonna continue. We're gonna get into this um, a little bit later in the show. We're gonna talk about upcoming games that are interesting. But I mean, through the holidays, we're gonna see some really interesting football because yeah. just when we thought it was getting really boring it just got interesting again i know yeah fantasy football playoffs are coming up uh yeah there's just a lot going on yeah and we've got some interesting shows for you guys coming up too we wanted to let you know so uh next week i'm not going to be here our producer sarah is going to do the show yeah we have a great show for uh, plan for you uh sarah and i are gonna are gonna take the reins on this one yeah it's gonna be awesome and then um and then next week or the week after that i think is normal it's just you and me yeah Yeah, and then and then uh mike brown barring barring any other sicknesses right right because that's it's been a season of sickness and uh the thing that i do and mike brown's gonna join the show and we're gonna do some trivia oh i'm uh, so excited for that show it's gonna be really fun Mike's been begging to, to uh, do the Christmas show. I yeah, know he did it last year, uh, and so uh, we're gonna do it next uh, this year with all three of us. Yeah, and uh, he and I. So last week, uh, he and I and Kata were at uh, the bar where he works, and we were just uh, you know shooting the shit or whatever. And it got to the point where we ended up like um, quizzing each other on Heisman Trophy winners and, guys, and number one draft picks. It was crazy, Mike Brown listed in reverse chronological order every Heisman Trophy winner back to like 1971. Oh, I think it was even further back than that. Except for 2012, which he had to think about for a while. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty crazy. But we we want to do some trivia and I'm probably going to moderate because I'm bad at trivia. But Well, it'll be fun. I think it'd be good to, to uh, put Mike to the test as far as, you know, trivia that I know and trivia that he knows. Yeah, no, you so guys and you fun. guys are both really good. Yeah, so. yeah. It uh, it's it's gonna be a fun holiday season that we've got coming up for you guys, and That's we right. just wanted to thank you guys for sticking with us mm-hmm. and um, yeah, go through a little bit of that housekeeping. Speaking of housekeeping, by the way, oh please God, remember guess. what well, dog show. Oh, go do that first. Yeah. In other news. <laughs> in other news, we got approved for the uh, Westminster Dog Show again. We're going back to the dog show. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> was stretchy high five. It was great. Uh, so we went last year. We uh uh. I totally unlike anything I had ever experienced before. No. And you had never been to Madison Square Garden at that point before ever in your life. Seriously. Uh, Just a a thrilling, thrilling experience. I never realized how intense people got about show dogs. Yeah. 
and I feel like now that I have a better grasp of what goes on there, we're gonna uh, come back with a vengeance. Oh yeah, and we're gonna uh, get we're all gonna, dressed up again. Really, all get all dressed up. Really, get all that information. See all those dogs. Get videos of all those dogs. Yeah, it's gonna be talk to them. It's gonna talk to them. Hopefully, they'll talk back. Uh, okay. It's gonna be a wild, wild time at MSG. And UFR is going to be back for round two. Of the yeah. Dog show. Next February. February, are, I think 10th and 11th. We'll we be there. We are excited. V excited. It's going to be really, really fun. I'm going to see if I can work my schedule so that we can go out to the piers and see the, uh, like, um, all the obstacle courses and stuff. Yeah. Because I want to go out and do that. Oh, yeah. I think that would be fun. No, we want to be all over this show coverage for you guys because we know it's very important. All, everyone loves dogs. Speaking of dogs, this weekend, of course, we had... Our dog show on Thanksgiving and uh, the national dog show the from national Philadelphia. Dog show. Yes, and um, our winner, a bulldog named Thor. Maybe we'll see him in Westminster. Wouldn't that That'd be, be cool? wild? That's something I have to look up. I don't know if like Westminster, uh, if a national dog show winners go to um, the Westminster dog show. So maybe we'll see Thor. Yeah, in New York in February. Well, and last year when we did this, it was all kind of like spur of the moment, like oh, we're going to the dog show. But this year, we're ready to go come back and like really do this. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing last year, but it was fun, <laughs> it and, was we, fun. and we met a lot of really, really interesting people. Yep. Um, and uh, and we're excited to see some of them again. Hopefully, truly, it's gonna be a really we again, guys. We've got a really fun season still to go even though we're halfway there mm -hmm. so um be sure to follow us on our social media our handle is at ufr vodcast you can find us on facebook obviously instagram twitter uh youtube um yeah i think that's all of them and then um of course if you have any questions or comments or anything you'd like for us to address you can email us our email is andrew and at gmail.com our podcast comes out every thursday you can find that wherever you find podcasts except for spotify because we're not that cool yet but we're getting there um yeah so y'all know what to do go do that we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna talk about uh, the nfl circle of parity not parody, P-A-R-O-D-Y, but parity, P-A-R-I-T-Y. And then we've also got uh, some fantasy football and uh, uh, a look ahead at the last four weeks of the NFL season. So stick around and uh, we'll get back to you on that. Y'all better be warned. It's going to get weird. Welcome back, friends. Hi. So, uh, to jump into uh, football news, uh, I uh, we received an email from someone named Georgie. Hi, Georgie. Uh, this email reads, Hi, Andrew, or Kata, or Nick, or Mike, and ev or everyone else in the UFR blogosphere. We're, we're a, a potosphere, but okay. It's just a lot. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of people uh, cohabit the mics on this show. <laughs> CBS true. Sports posted a photo on Instagram that blew my mind. The complete circle of parity. It's a thing of beauty, but it got me wondering how often does this happen? Looking forward to some stats, Georgie. All right, Georgie. I had to look this up because I didn't know what this was. So I got on the Instagram and uh, just just so the audience can see, Andrew's going to tell us a little bit about this phenomenon, but I, I just wanted to post courtesy of CBS Sports. This was the Instagram that they posted um, about, what, 24 hours ago. Yeah. Okay, so you know the phrase, uh, any team can beat any other team on any given Sunday. Yes. That's like the whole idea behind the NFL. Uh, basically, what happens is in this circle of parity, you have all the teams that are listed around in a circle, and it's basically the idea that one team has beaten uh, the team ahead of it, 
and that team has beaten the team ahead of it, and that team has beaten the team ahead of it, and so on and so on and so on, all the way around the circle. Okay. And because the Bengals defeated the Jets on Sunday for their first win of the year, we now have a complete circle of parity because the Bengals, the previously winless Bengals, have beaten a team, and a team, you know, has beaten the Bengals because everybody's beaten the Bengals this year. Basically, every team... In, in like in that order of the circle has beaten every other team. Does that does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So, um, I was curious about this as well because this is the first time that I had ever seen something like this, and I was wondering, okay, how often does something like this come about? And it's quite frequent, actually. And it appears to me that the only time where it doesn't really happen is where we have a team that doesn't win that doesn't win any of its games or doesn't lose any of its games. So okay. like in recent memory, like the three years where we didn't have a circle of parodies where you had the Browns in 2015 lose, or 2017 lose all 16 of their games, the Lions in 2009 where they lost all their games, and the Patriots in 2007 where they won all of their games. That's a difference. Um, but aside from that, it's been pretty much every year, you know? So... So you have written here on our notes here, parody, the definition of parody is when participating teams have roughly equivalent levels of talent. Yes, that's parody in a sports context. Yes. Okay. So you you mentioned, of course, the frequency of it. It happens quite often. Yeah, there was one last year. There was one. Uh, there was one last year. There was one in 20, uh, not 2017, 2016, 15, 14, 13, and 12, as far as I saw. I guess I'm wondering, first of all, what's the point? The point, I feel like, is to give about is to give this idea that any team can beat any team on any given Sunday, or to express this idea that every team is beatable. Right. Y- you know. Sure. Okay. So looking again, <laughs> I mean, it's just look. I get it. It's it's cool and all, and and great like the Bengals be the Jets whatever there there are ways to complete the circle I guess there's an argument also that can be made that this circle can kind of be swapped out like how do you mean swapped out like like say um I this isn't a good example off the top of my head but like say you could put well not not this year but just say like Green Bay and the Lions like what if you swapped them out because the Lions had they beat the Vikings, which they did not, but um, and then Green Bay beat the Giants. I mean, this could be refreshed and refurbished probably a few more times throughout the course of this year. Sure, but the only but the the pairing that has to happen, the three in a row that have to happen, or not the three, the two in a row that have to happen are the Bengals beating the Jets, for sure. Right. That one is is and the Ravens beating the Patriots. Well, yeah, I mean, That's as, of, there as, as well. of Sunday, you could also have the Texans being uh, beating the Patriots as well. Right, yeah, okay. I feel like we're about to uh, establish our own circle of parody uh, on the show right now. Um, okay, so... I'm just leaving this graphic up for the rest of this segment so that everyone totally can see. That's totally fine with me, so everybody can see what the hell we're talking about. But it's, it's a very it's a very visual form as well as like us trying to explain what the hell this is. Yeah, So, so... But for the listeners, underneath each team, you have... The score the that score. each team, that the, that the winning team won by. Right. I just, I, and then, but then there's also, okay, I, I understand, but what if, okay, and we, and we started to kind of touch on this before the show and we were discussing that we were going to talk about this. So say you have a team, they have won 
two games. Right. And lost every other game. Okay. But the two... What if the two games that they won was against like the same team? Then it doesn't... Well, it would be a win against one team. Okay. Yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't matter if it were two wins again. Say the Patriots went two and fourteen and they beat the Dolphins both times. Like that. Like that's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't matter because that's still a win for the Patriots over the Dolphins. It still goes with the circle of parody. It's just it's so it's such a weird concept to me. The NFL and sports in general are so full of these weird concepts. And I again, I can't believe that we've had one of these pretty much every year. And I and I um I have not. This is the first time I've seen it. Yeah, I've never seen anything like this before. Does does this happen in other sports? Uh, like there's it does. no way you know, it can. It's funny. Okay, I read a Wikipedia article on it, uh, and I just want to read a little bit of that to you. So I'm just going to read this paragraph really quick. Many many consider the NFL to be the most quote fair end quote or competitive league with many teams having a chance to win each year. In the NFL, complete parity would be a state on where any on any given Sunday any given team can win any given game. The illusion of parity, which is the important part, the illusion of parity in the NFL may be somewhat of a misconception, given that several teams such as the Patriots, Steelers, and and Packers have appeared in the playoffs almost all of in. Uh, in almost all of the last 10 years, while a team such as the Cleveland Browns have had a playoff drought that is currently over a decade long. The most important thing to remember is that a franchise can be struggling, and the reason for it can be due to the the team's ineptitude when it comes to evaluating talent, coaching strategies, developing players, and having a good organizational structure and overall team and player operations. So I guess for true, it's almost like it's, (laughs) parody is such a like, like an ephemeral concept, but like, I guess then while the circle does exist right now for true parity to be what what we're looking for is a more equal division of talent i think in i think true parity in the nfl is a, a a uh an equal division of championships I think that might be what we're looking for. Wait, why championship? Because it's it's every year. It's a year. It's a. I know, and this is in, this is in the regular season. There are there are multiple reasons why teams lose games in the regular season. Right. You know, it could be due to injured players. It could be you know, uh, due to teams. I don't know. It could be due to any any friggin' thing. It could be due to a a team with Bolton board material. You know. It could be a, the other the other team's head coach wears a shirt that says Pittsburgh started it, and then Pittsburgh goes out and wins the game. Because they're they're playing with that mental edge, I think true parity comes from overall like league success. Okay, I hear you. A team that finishes fifteen and one and a team that finishes one and fifteen do not have equal parity. No, not even if those teams were not even if the one and fifteen team beat the fifteen and one team. Right, and even if they do fit into the circle of parity, it doesn't necessarily mean that there is parity. That's right. why I'm confused. Just because yeah. it's it's almost like par- like this circle of parity that we're looking at now. It shows it shows something about it says something about a league being of of equal winningness that is not true. Right. I don't be- do you believe that parity exists in the NFL today? No. Based on that definition? No. No, not at all. Okay. I agree with you. I don't think so either. The fact that the Patriots have won six Super Bowls in eighteen years, that's not parody to me. Right. It just I don't know, it it just seems like a really messy concept. Like it's it's cool and all. It makes for a really spiffy graphic. Um, I don't find it. 
I don't even really find it that particularly mind blowing. I mean, it, particularly because now we know that it happens every year. Does it typically happen by like this time, like a little bit more than halfway through the season? Like I last year's happened on Christmas. Oh, OK. So it took a while. The earliest mathematically that it can happen is week three. Although it's never happened in week three because it's very uncommon for us to be out of undefeated teams by week three. Right. You know? Right. They're the, the talent level on some teams is just so good that, you know, you're going to have teams that win three games. But I feel like I, I feel like then that's the thing. True parity would be achieved if by week three there was a circle of parity. Wow. That's interesting. Okay. Like I'm, I'm getting very like no, voodoo no, no, that's cool. guru yeah, yeah, like that's on all, you, but like good. that's, I feel like that's what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. True parity would be if after week three you have, 16 teams that are two and one and 16 teams that are one and two. Right. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's fascinating. Parody would be like you have 16 teams that are nine and seven and 16 teams that are that are uh, seven and nine. Right. Which is obviously, as we know, just not the case this year. There are good teams and there are bad teams. And then there are the teams that are just kind of trudging on through. Right. Playing the fair game. If you had. Not tanking for not to. Okay. So if you had. Hear me out. On a scale. Right. 16 teams in the AFC, 16 in the NFC. Mm-hmm. If you had one team in each le- each conference that was 15 and 1, 14 and 2, one is 13 and 3, one's 12 and 4, 11 and 5, all the way down to, I should say, 16 and 0 all the way down to 0 and 16. Does that make sense? Yep. Would you call that parity? No. You don't think so? No. Even on a scale? Because I think the whole point of parity is equitable. An equitable win share? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what the graph, I mean, you can't make the graphic, you can't make the circle unless people are because that having... Because that could theoretically, that would complete the circle. Sorry, 15 and 1 all the way to 1 and 15. Right. That would complete the circle. It would. It would. But it's also, also, by the way, that's not the way that the schedule is organized. No, that's right. It's not. Boom. Main point, <laughs> the circle of parity exists when you have every team that has at least one win and every team has at least one loss. Right. So that's 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 what we've learned by this very confusing graphic. Thank you, CBS Sports, for. Um, I wouldn't even say you're blowing our minds. I'd say you're just making our brains hurt. Yeah, like I'm in <laughs> that. Really, just wow. Wow, we got really like that. Got like kind of existential. It did get existential. Yeah. I don't really know what to do with myself. Like I feel like I need to go and like get smacked with some bay leaves or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but that was really really stressful the rest of this uh the rest of this wikipedia article goes on to say that an example of disparity in sports is uh one example is portuguese liga which is the portuguese soccer league sure uh a, three different clubs have accounted for 75 of the 77 championships in league history can you imagine yeah you know 50, yeah. 52 super bowls and three teams have combined for all three for- but that's but that's the okay this is you know what you know what Here's here's hit, why. Hit me, hit me. I'm ahead. gonna tell you what. Okay, go. This this graphic is stupid. <laughs> and you know why? No. This is <laughs> because here's the thing. If this wick if this all knowing Wikipedia article is gonna tell it's us not that no, I'm just, nope. okay. hey, hey, right. if this if this article <laughs> is going to tell us that it is that that parody is based on like championships and not seasons then that's the circle of parody i want to see i want to see a circle of parody that is nfl championship winners teams that beat each other in the super bowl 
That's what I want to see. Well, we what, don't have that yet. It, well, uh, right. Okay, we don't yes. have it yet. Yes, I so agree with you on that. So what the fuck is this? Just on a regular season basis. It Again, not, it doesn't make any sense. It's teams, useless. Teams beat teams in the regular season for a variety of different reasons. And if you put them in a playoff type situation where everything really mattered 100% of the time, I'm sure that we probably wouldn't have a circle of parity. Because you know there are there are teams that are just gonna there that are just gonna lose because the talent level isn't there. I just I don't understand why th- I'm I'm angry now and I'm angry because here's this is what we want. This no, is great. I just I don't understand why. By the way, thank you, Georgie, for sending in this. Uh, what turned out to be a very divisive email. I'm very I'm very no no thank you, Georgie. I'm very frustrated right now and and because here's the thing like this this makes I feel like this makes a world of sense for other sports. But why are we doing this right now? I don't understand the purpose. Other than it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't tell us anything about the league. It just tells us, oh, like, cool. No, like, no, 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 no. To people that don't know the league, it could say, oh, look, every team's won a game. Every team's beaten every other team. So? Exactly right. Well, to so? us, who know more about the league, it, exactly right. That's the <laughs> question that it poses. Is a, is a so? Who cares? Because when you look deeper at it, there are good teams and there are bad teams. The Jets are terrible. I mean, who cares that the Bengals, the one in eleven Bengals, beat the Jets? There are exactly. This is just. This is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. I, I, you know, and and you know what? Let's let's take a look at it one more time. Okay, folks, pull here. it up. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do this here. All right. The Giants beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They suck. Says nothing about the Giants. It, the Giants suck and the Buccaneers suck. Yeah, but if you Who look cares? if you look into the score of that game, you know you I mean, you know the story of that 32-31 win. That was the Daniel Jones coming out party that game. Uh, I understand. Uh, fine. Yeah. Where's I I want the blurby. I want the I want the click through. What happened on this game? The exciting things. Blah blah blah. Uh the the let's see here. Um uh the Chiefs beat the Raiders. Okay. Yeah, that happened on Sunday. Cool. Where they put up 40 points against the Raiders because Derek Carr doesn't know how to throw football. Well, no, no. This this one is 28-10. Oh, that was earlier in the season. Yeah, this was earlier. 28-10. Yeah. That, there's nothing to say about that. Yep. San Francisco beating the Redskins. Big whoop. Um, the sloppy 9 to nothing game in the rain. Yeah, I remember that. This is just... It's... I... I... It's, this is a divisive <laughs> move... And I, I have so much respect for CBS Sports. Let me tell you, Tony Romo, my man, great, awesome. I don't understand this. I don't get it. It's pretty. It's real pretty. This is stupid. I hate everything. I'm, and this is, I'm done. You want to take a break? Yes. All right, cool. We're going to put the graphics away. We're going to take a break, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about things that might make Kata even more upset, which is fantasy football playoffs. Oh, God. We've got more stuff to talk about. So stick around, take a breath, grab some eggnog, and we'll be right back in a sec. I didn't know I was capable of feeling these things today. Back under for the review, everybody. Uh, Andrew and Kata here. Uh, again, if you haven't already, please follow us on all of our social media 
Uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, using the handle UFR Vodcast. Uh, podcast comes out every Thursday. For our final segment, uh, we want to talk about fantasy football because the playoffs are upon us. And then we also want to touch on uh, some of the games coming up in week 14. Yeah, it's it's kind of like what we were saying earlier with these with some of these games, particularly like we thought it was kind of getting boring and slow and we thought the winners were starting to be clear and then some weird stuff is happening. So, But I want to hear all about your fantasy right now. Um, it seems like... It seems like you've got a whole heck of a lot going on. Yeah, it was a week for us for my league. Good. Um, our second best team, who's got uh, like people like Christian McCaffrey and Mark Ingram, uh, and is typical and is going to win like most points in the season, mm-hmm. uh, lost to the team that doesn't set their lineup this week. Okay, that was crazy. Okay, um, that's a big deal. Uh, one of our one of our uh, team members, all they needed was a win over the last place team in the division to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They lost. So that's fun. They're out. Oops. Yeah. Um, I made the playoffs. Good. Which is great. I mean, I, like I made the playoffs last week with a win. Okay, but tell them how. Okay, right. So uh, what I needed this time, I'm currently sitting as the third seed. I need a win, and I need the number one team in the league to lose. And I got my wish because the number one team in the league lost. I needed a win to get in. And what did I do? Did I win? I did not. Did I lose? No, I did something probably worse than losing, especially in a situation like this. I tied. See, it's it's a it's amazing to me because in all my years of fantasy football, like winning or losing a game by like a point something, what like something point something, you know, like like even just a, a margin of a point is what I'm saying. That's a little more common. I don't think I have ever tied a game in fantasy. We switched to a decimal point system this year and I was like, okay, so it's going to elim- virtually eliminate ties. Right. Uh, we had, I think, two ties last year. That's the reason why people do it is so that there aren't ties. Exactly right. Um, ordinarily, I would be okay with a tie in any other situation but the one that happened over the weekend because sometimes a tie will give you the extra half game that you need to like slip in over somebody. I'm going to lose the division by a half a game. I started the Philadelphia defense against Miami. Oh, brutal, brutal. The Philadelphia defense, uh, and I thought they'd be okay because Philadelphia has Miami, they have the Giants, they have the Redskins, and then they have somebody else, but it's fine because I have the Bills on my bench. Right. The Philadelphia defense. Why would you not, why, why, why would you not play the Bills? Because they were playing the Cowboys and I didn't know how that game game was going to go. I, that's a no brainer And they're playing the, they're playing the Ravens next week. We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. But. I would have won the game if I had not started a defense at all because the Eagles put up minus one right. on the board. Yeah. So I'm going to lose the division by a half a game. Uh, I blame the L.A. Chargers for my defeat. Well, not my defeat. It feels like a defeat. It feels like I lost. Um, I blame the L.A. Chargers because there was a, a, a pass interference call that wasn't pass interference. So now you've got feelings about that, I'm sure, too. I'm sure I do. I just want them changed. I don't know. That pass interference call wasn't pass interference, and it's stupid because it set up the Broncos – game-winning field goal when if there wasn't pass interference there probably would have been overtime and and a chance for me and my two players Austin Eckler and Hunter Henry to get even one more measly fucking yard but that didn't happen uh and so I tied 80.1 to 80.1 in the very very last game of the season oh my god and I will go into the playoffs (laughs) as the number three seed which is fine because I mean like I've beaten the team that I'm facing this week look it's gonna be fine so it's gonna be fine you know it's, it I just, know it feels it just really feels like I lost 
It really does. I know. And my, my running backs are so bad. They're just really terrible. Like James White hasn't done anything for me this year. And obviously oh. he was on the bench. Dude had 29.7 fantasy points on Sunday. I'm upset. I, I understand. I understand what, where you're coming from. And and particularly as someone who <laughs> did not make the playoffs in any of my six leagues this year. Surprise, surprise. None of them. Zero. You're kidding. Nope. Not a single one. Not one. What was your best record of the six? Probably the Fordham League because I almost made it. I, I would have made it if I was able to win this week, but that wasn't going to happen. I was playing against. That was the wild card spot, right? And you were yes, playing the, I, the commissioner of your league? No, I'm, I'm play, I played um, the leader of our division who has, I believe, only lost one game. Gotcha. Uh, Lamar Jackson. My boy. James Conner. That uh, sounds, my, sounds like my team. Like, a, it's, it's a stacked, it's a stacked team. Um, so, I, I mean, and, and, and this person will probably win the year. Like, I, I really don't have any doubt that that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I, fantasy is, is done for me. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I quit. It's, I'm sorry. There's always next year. You know what? And maybe, maybe what, what I needed was a bad year. And then mm-hmm. next year I'm, I'll be a little bit more <laughs> careful and uh, put, put my money where my mouth is. And You'll come back with a vengeance next year and you'll win the whole thing. I'm ready. I believe in you. I'm ready. And now, now, of course, here's the hard thing, though. Once fantasy is over, once like the playoffs are decided and everything, if you're not in them, all you have left is your team. And I don't even have my team. Right. I don't even have my Giants. <laughs> Where'd they go? Who were actually eliminated from playoff contention before you were. They literally died. Isn't that fun? It's, I, you know, and, but, but they have, they have an interesting matchup this week. And the only reason I'm saying it, inter- is, it is interesting is because they are playing the Eagles. Let's talk about this coming week. Okay. Uh, the Giants are playing the Eagles. Um, in Philadelphia, Monday in, night. In Philadelphia, Monday night football. Um and it's only really interesting because the Eagles lost to the Dolphins this weekend. And should be, in fact, forced to walk from Miami back to Philadelphia. Thank you, Mike Rose, for sending that peti- sending that petition over. We will be signing it shortly. Um, it's, I, I mean, who the heck knows? Who the heck knows? I don't know. Do you know? I don't. That, I mean, My gut tells me the Eagles because the Giants suck. Yeah, but also apparently the Eagles suck too. Well, you know. I mean, the Dolphins, you know what? Any team, any given team could beat any given other team on any given Sunday. As the circle of parody has shown, all hail the circle of parody. Oh, oh my God. Stop <laughs> it. I'm going to fucking kill you. Oh, that's going to be a thing. You know, it's going to be a thing from now on. All hail the circle of parody. No, 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 no. But but also, I will say, though, Ryan Fitzpatrick, he, he is a little bit of a wild card. He, he takes some risky moves, but he had a really, really good game on Sunday. He did. Devontae Parker had a really good game, too. Yeah, no, I mean, the Dolphins, it, it looked like they weren't tanking. Good for them. Yeah. Yeah, we were watching um, ESPN beforehand, and they were like, yeah, the Dolphins uh, were, uh, it, it, we were, we said that the Dolphins, it should not even be, the Dolphins should not even be allowed to field the team this year just because the talent was so bad. Yeah. And they've defied the odds. They're 3-9. and nine. They're still not eliminated from playoff contention yet. Nope, their record's better than the Giants. They, they will be eliminated this week, I'm sure, as they face the Jets. Who just came off a loss to Cincinnati? The Jets suck too. Yeah, Everyone do. sucks. Jeez, both those teams suck. Should we talk about that game? Do you want to? Who well, do you have? Who do you have in that one? Dolphins well, or Jets? I, I, I am very open to. Uh, look, this week I, I do a picks pool every week. I'm in a, a picks pool, and you can win on a weekly basis based mm-hmm. on how many correct predictions you make. And we do it against the spread. Yeah. The spread has not been released yet. Um, but as of recording this podcast, but. Um, but that's kind of a toss. I think this week is going to be really hard for me in the picks pool because 
Um, again, there are just so many games that look like they're going to be really interesting matchups. Mm-hmm. Um, the Dolphins and the Jets being one of them because they both just suck. Um, I mean, look, I obviously I want to say the Jets are going to take it, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say, if the game were, you know, on a, at a, a reasonable point for us to record the show, we should go out to the, the Dolphins bar and try to gauge the mood over there. Oh. But this is the game. This is the game where they all go out to MetLife. This is right. like the, the Miami takeover of, yeah. of MetLife Stadium. I want to see how they're doing, and hopefully that uh, mood is good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe pregame. Oop, oop. Yeah. Um, your Patriots are playing the Chiefs this week. Oh, boy. I'm scared. I'm start. Okay, so last year I was really like, like, okay, the ship is going down. The ship is gone. There is no ship at, by this point last year. Like, they had lost to Pittsburgh, and then they had lost to Miami, mm-hmm. like, two weeks in a row in, like, horrible fashion. Right. And I was just like, blow the whole thing up. It's over. And then they proved me wrong again and won the Super Bowl. Uh, this year, it's kind of been like a slow burn, and I'm slowly starting to, like, sink into a little bit of Patriots depression. Right. And that loss on Sunday night against Houston. Yeah. Uh, really made me feel that. Yeah. Uh, so That was ugly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They almost won. They didn't deserve to win. No. This game on Sunday afternoon against the Kansas City Chiefs, a rematch of the AFC Championship game. This time it's in Foxborough. Right. So they have that going for them. Right. I can, uh, man, I can just see it going either way. People that say that Brady's washed, I don't know that that's true. I think that he is all that offense has. Ooh, I don't. Think, I don't like that. Well, I mean, who who else do they have on offense? Julian Edelman. Yeah. Eh. Not, I mean, yeah, Edelman, right, but Brady's the one who's been carrying the offense on his back. Uh, how? How can a quarterback carry an offense that doesn't exist on his back? He threw for He's, 300 yards and, two t- and three touchdowns on Sunday night. And was that enough? No. 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 That's okay. But I mean, the team has been ba- the team has. I been- think the defense has been carrying your team. No, no, I I absolutely agree that it has. Yeah. I'm saying that th- that Brady is the is the carrying is the uh, is the pack mule of that offense. Even at 42 years old and he's still slinging 330-yard, uh, three-touchdown performances. I don't know. I don't know. I can really just see it going either way. Just based on my mood, I'm going to say the Patriots are going to lose the game at home. Interesting. I, You know what? I think it's interesting, too. Um, and this is also thinking back to this whole circle of bullshit thing. Um, nope. Nope. Um, I, I think a lot about home field advantage and whether or not it's an advantage actually. I think about that probably more than I should. Oh, I absolutely agree that it's a it's an advantage. I do in the Patriots sense. Yes. Um, if you have to go to Foxborough for a playoff game, good luck. Yeah. No. I and I I agree, and that's and that's I think why I think the Patriots can take this back. I figured they would lose one of the next three games. Um, this was leading into this past weekend, sure. and then they lost to the Texans, and I was like, oh, okay. Plus, I mean, because their next three are like pretty much cakewalks. It's at Cincinnati. And right. The Bills at home and then uh, the well, Dolphins at home. And the Bills, but the Bills could be a scary game. But that game is in Foxborough as well. Yes. And that game essentially would be for the AFC East if the Bills beat the Ravens, which, upset alert, I think the Bills are going to beat the Ravens on Sunday. Interesting. I do. Okay. I, do. I think so too. I just think, ba- I just, there's something, there's something that's got like this, this like perfect storm of energy to it. Like, the Bills are nine and three, and the Ravens are ten and two. They're only one game apart from each other, right? And it's in Buffalo. It's cold. I just there's something about this game. This is like the trap game for the Ravens. You know, it's yeah, exactly. There's and then there's something about this team, this very dynamic team, which played a very as as we correctly predicted, the most exciting game of Thanksgiving um, was 
the bill. I mean, the Bills just they're the electric. Ex- I don't know if it was the best game. I think it was the best team of Thanksgiving. But the Buffalo Bills. But they're they're an electric team. They're doing some really, you know, traditional football stuff because it's all apparently about the bells and whish- whistles these days. But but they have a really their offense is very good at communicating with each other. Their defense is fire. Yeah, their defense is really good. Um, I and you know what? And there's that thing like about. You know, just when you think it's too good to be true, it's probably because it is. That is the Ravens for me right now. Well, we're going. We're going to find out on Sunday. I think oh, we are. Yeah. We that we are. I think it's going to be Bills over Ravens in like a shootout. It's going to be like like thirty five, thirty four. Like Lamar will still, you know, run for a touchdown and throw for two more. Okay. But I think the Bills have like a slight like they 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 have a drive at the end of the game and and uh, Josh Allen hits John Brown for the game-winning touchdown or something like that. Right. It's going to be like a well-hard-earned victory for the Bills, I think. I th- And I think the Ravens need to watch out playing the Bills' defense because they all those mobile players, I'm right. one in particular, I'm I'm a, little, I'm a little nervous. And if the Bills win and then win next week in Week 15 against, against the Steelers, it would then set up a week 16 matchup with the Patriots that would essentially determine the AFC East title. Yep. Isn't this what football wanted? How exciting is this? Is it like a, a team challenge in the Patriots for the AFC East? Yeah. That's exciting. This is this is sexy. I love Even this. Even though we all know how it's going to go. Oh, what? I mean, we no, don't. No, we, we don't. don't. <laughs> we don't. What are you talking about? Shut <laughs> I'm up. so nervous. Shut up. Shut up. So nervous. All right. The uh, the San Francisco 49ers are playing the Saints. Yo, this will be fun. This is going to be real fun. Yeah. San Francisco coming off a loss to Baltimore. Yup. Playing Drew Brees. Yup. And that team. Did they did they lose last week? Did no, the Saints? Beat, no, no. They won on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, in New Orleans. Who do you like? I mean, I hate to say it. I like the Niners. Okay. I do. Um, I think... I think the Saints are still what what we saw on Thanksgiving was obviously the the byproduct of like a a really good Saints team and like a really not good Falcons team. Um, but I still think that the Saints are kind of trying to find their footing with Drew Brees back. I still don't think they found what they had back, you know, back at the beginning of the season with Drew Brees. And um, I think this this will determine whether the Saints have a shot at the Super Bowl. Are I think this is the game. Are the Niners still the best team in football? Yes. Okay. Even though, no. Even yes. with the loss to Baltimore? Uh, okay. Um, do the 49ers have a better chance of winning the Super Bowl than the Ravens do? Yes. Okay. But I, no, and, I'll, I'll give you that. But 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 here's the thing: this, this game could very well likely be your NFC Championship. I yeah, but I don't I don't think that the I don't think that Baltimore has anything to do with determining that they're the best team in football because I still think that the Bills might be the best team in football right now. That's bold. I'm That's bold. Very bold. I'm bold. Next up, uh, <laughs> <laughs> next up, um, we have the Chargers and the Jaguars featuring uh, Gardner Minshew the second. Lord Gardner Minshew uh, makes his triumphant return to the gridiron after Sir Nick Foles was benched at halftime. And fucking finally, may I just say. Why finally? He was in there for a, ha- a game and a half and got benched. I mean, look, I I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I think I I just honestly, there's something honestly, about screw, him. Screw the Chargers. Jaguars by a million. 
I, I just I think there's something about Minshew that he's he's got that leadership quality. I think and so I too. think I think that he's got a really good opportunity to lead this team to a nice little victory against uh fertile Phil. If they can get uh Foles back to Philadelphia, somehow Philadelphia's gonna win the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know, wouldn't it would that never be free? No, because they're paying him way too much money. But now right. they're paying him so much money to sit on the bench. Exactly right. How are they gonna fix this? They didn't know he was gonna break his collarbone. They no? didn't know that was going to happen. No, of course not. But I mean, he's That's, also not what, a spring chicken. Like anything can happen. Are. Yeah. Right. He goes to Jacksonville and suddenly becomes Carson Wentz. Like, oh, well. I don't know. Lastly, the last game I want to talk about. I don't know if this is yours. Seahawks Rams. Yes. Um, Seahawks at Rams. Are the, are the Seahawks the best team in football that no one's talking about? Oh, I love this question. Because I think they are. I think, I think the Seahawks are just spectacular little beautiful birds. I don't know. I hate birds. Um, I saw this thing on NFL Network where they predicted that the Seahawks could get the number one seed in the NFC. And the 49ers finished 13-3 and as the five seed. That's That that turns me on. I love that. Seattle finishes 14-2 and with the number one seed in the NFC. I love Isn't it. Isn't that wild? I love it. That's I love it. That's crazy to me. I love everything about this Seahawks team. And I hate almost everything about this Rams team except for Aaron Donald. Although, uh, this past weekend, Todd Gurley looked like Todd Gurley. He did. Whatever that means. A couple of touchdowns. Whatever that means. You know, back to form, he's been doing really well. Yeah. I mean, I look, I don't know. Um, I, but I love everything about the Seahawks right now. I think they've really got a good shot at this. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a really fun game. Um, I, yeah, this is, you know what? I just, just rounding this all out. Again, a week of football where I actually like genuinely these past few weeks have kind of been like, okay, like, like this is probably a really bad thing for a person who works in sports to say, but like, you know, tune in and out. Like some of the matchups just weren't that great. This is a week of like excellent matchups. Isn't that interesting as the season winds down, the game's more interesting. How about that? I mean, go figure. Well, all right. Well, when you put it that way, as it gets colder, the games only get hotter. Ooh, I like that. Well, yeah, it's true. Can we like make that the title of this episode or something? Oh, I have a different title in mind. Oh, what is it? I do. It's All Hell. I'm so mad. All Hell. I'm so angry. All Hell, the circle of parody. Kids, <laughs> we want to thank you for joining us for another week of, of Under Further Review and putting our games under further review and looking at the future under further review. And we are under further review. And putting our sanity under further review. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Always, always. Um, you guys know what to do. Shoot us emails. Andrew and Kata and gmail.com. If we like you, we'll probably respond. Uh, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. We post things pretty quickly. Check out lastwordonsports.com for our weekly podcast recap. Usually comes out a couple days after the podcast does. And, um, you know, podcast comes out every Thursday. So Apple Podcasts. Not Spotify. Not Spotify. SoundCloud. Every, everywhere else, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. Um. So yeah, just uh, keep your eyes peeled and um, and we hope you guys have a, a great week and stay warm. Stay warm, Noggies. Yeah, stay warm if you're in the city. I'm cold. I'm not leaving my house the rest of the day. Yeah, my socks are wet. I have a, boot. I have a hole in the bottom of my boot. Yeah, you need new shoes. I do. I'm working on it, okay? I have an L.O. Bean gift card that has failed me, so. All right, well, just don't, don't make me go all Croatian mother on you. I won't. Okay. Okay. All right, kids. Uh, have a good week. Enjoy. Football's awesome. The circle of parody fucking sucks. It's great. All hell. And I'm Kata. I'm Andrew. Cheers. Bye.